Oh, it's the Red Sox. I'm Matt Doug Russo Jr. Hey, hello, hello, and welcome to another team profile and projection here on Talking Baseball, where we are delivering you an episode a day every day until opening day, brought to you by SeatGeek Code Talking. Today is a team that you guys ranked as the 21st best team in Major League Baseball, the Chicago Dead Sox. Jake, can you tell us about the Red Sox? Interesting offseason in the bean. How about, how's your bullpen addressed? Kenley Jansen, we like that. Chris Martin, a little cold play by the Sox there. Joe Ellie Rodriguez. We've got Justin Turner, one of Trev's favorite signings this offseason. The Klubot, one of Jimmy's favorite signings this offseason. Adam Duvall, Adalberto in a trade, Dick Blyer in a trade. Man, they've got some Greg Allen, Nico Gudrum, Gudrum, Ramon Topium. They got some minor league guys invited to camp who I kind of like. And their big signing on offense, Yoshi. Masataka Yoshida projected to have a 388 on basis here by some people who they lost. Dick Mountain, Hosmer, JD Martinez, people. Nathan Avaldi. Wow. Xander Bogarts. Wow. So they lost some guys. Tommy Pham. Uh BBD's Darwinson Hernandez. Connor Siebold. All the guys. So I don't know. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. There's something that always happens at Fenway Park, Trev, and it's hitting. How's the lineup? They be hitting at Fenway Park. Yoshida, let me tell you something about Yoshida. You think you got good calves. Go check out the calves on this dude. He's low to the ground. I like his center of gravity. (laughs) Bat and lead off, baby. Let's go. Kike Hernandez at short. Rafael Devers, extension, baby. Dinner's on you. Yes, I love the Justin Turner sign. He'll be a DH. Maybe he'll get some third base time. I hope so. That'd be cool to see. Alex Verdugo, Adam Duvall coming in. Tristan Casas, let's go, baby. And like you mentioned, Adalberto Mondesi comes over from the Royals. And Reese McGuire behind the dish. Obviously, Trevor Story is going to be there. He's hurt right now. Uh, On the bench, Jorge Alfaro comes over. Christian Royal, say it, Jake. Say Bobby's name. Say it. Bobby Dahlbeck. And then my guy, sneaky under the radar bench piece, Roth Rest Snyder. I like it a lot. James, the lineup is kind of w- winning me over. Yeah, me but it's a similar. It's though. a little bit uh, like the Cubbies who we did last episode. But the, they addressed the bullpen. Uh, the rotation is still. I mean, you have Chris Sale. Who I you haven't been able to rely on Chris Sale in a, a long time as the one. I guess Nick Pavetta. He's good. I actually think he's like the most. Uh, reliable guy here. Corey Kluber might be up there. Like he's on his tour of the AL East and he signs with the Red Sox. James Paxson, they signed him to recover from Tommy John and now he's going to be pitching. So that's up in the air. And Whitlock, who's got all uh, a lot of talent, but also like, there's not a lot of just like you pencil him in to be reliable the whole way through in the rotation. The bullpen they addressed. That was an issue last year. Jake already told you they got Jansen. They got Martin. Uh, they have John Schreiber and Tana Hawk, Cutter Crawford, and they bring in uh, Joely Rodriguez, the lefty. And that's like a, a big difference. 
for the Red Sox because last year Cora had to like, uh, I don't know, just grab bag relievers. Like they didn't have roles. They didn't have like, who's got this game? No clue, but he's going to blow it. That's what all my Red Sox fans said. Said, hey, who's going to finish this game? Someone that's going to blow it. And that's, I think, why they addressed it. It is odd to me to address the bullpen and have a rotation that's so, in my opinion, unsure. Maybe I'm wrong there. But that was what they did. Um, I, I like their offensive changes a lot. I think they added guys that will give them at-bats, which is kind of what you need to do if you're the Red Sox, like grind out the at-bats, long at-bats. They didn't really have that that year, last year. But adding Turner and um, Yoshida, and I think Casas is a long at-bat guy, the rookie. So I like the lineup improvements. And the bullpen improvements, unfortunately, I think rotation holds the most weight. Oh, and before we do that quick BBD ad break to tell you guys even more about SeatGeek, all of our PPPs, TPPs, our whole preseason package here is brought to you by SeatGeek. Baseball is back, and to celebrate SeatGeek's giving you a special offer. This is just for people who like us. This is a special one. John Boy preseason, 15% off your order. Whether you're a first-time buyer or not, doesn't matter if it's your first order. Take out your phone, open the SeatGeek app, add John Boy preseason as the code. Do it right now. Offer is only available through the end of March. March 31st, that goes away. Code John Boy preseason, all one word. I think that as we're going to talk about some of these middle tier teams, and that's what I'll call the, the Red Sox right now, middle tier. Mid. There can be surprises. In, no, I'm not calling them mid. I said middle tier. Short. I'm shortening it to mid. Short it to mid. Okay. Mid T. There, there are guys that can change that if they come out and do what they can do. Brian Bayo, everyone wants us to mention mm. this guy. He came up last year. He's 23 years old. He has absolutely nasty stuff. He's got to do it at the big league level for an extended period of time. Garrett Whitlock, who kind of was like bouncing back and forth. He's fucking nasty, dude. Like he had better numbers as a reliever, but like let's slot him in the rotation and see what he can do. If those two guys go off, then now you're looking at, okay, we have Chris Sale, please like return to form. Klubot, do what you can do. Pavetta has been kind of like consistently average uh, for them. So you can slot him in for some innings at least. But like if these young guys and Whitlock and Bayo can go and do it, then we're talking about a completely different rotation. I, I agree with you, James. That's not proven, I guess you could say. Uh, but there's some ball players. If you watched Bayo pitch last year, and, I, and I'm Red Sox fans are have said this to us before. We have to mention this guy. And I remember him pitching last year and watching him throw. Like he's got electric stuff. Got to do it through a whole season and prove you can do it that way. But you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't say that about this rotation. There are, there is hope for it. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this rotation. Yeah, uh, they, they lost Ovaldi and Waka, who were... I don't know. The reason I, I gave them a really bad offseason grade, because I said, you know what, they finished last in the AL East last year, and I don't think they did enough uh, to climb out of the cellar. And they might, they might do it, because who knows what Baltimore is going to do this year. I would have loved them to sign like a Carlos Rodon. Instead, he's with the Yankees. Like, if they put Carlos Rodon into this rotation, then you can start saying, hey, let's let's go. They didn't do that. And maybe there's different reasons why they didn't. Maybe he didn't want to go there. Maybe they just didn't have it in him. But I'm not going to throw away this team just yet. I'm, like, so positive on these things. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I – Boston 
let's go back to the offense. They lost Bogarts, which stinks. I mean, that dude hits. That's all he's done. Um, and, you know, he got paid a crazy amount of mon- money. It felt like they got blindsided. Some people are crazy high on Yoshidi. That, maybe that works out. Let's see what he is. Kike was out most of last year. Like, let's see where he's at. Justin Turner had one of the best second halves of any player. Let's see where he's at. Um, Adam Duvall and Mondesi, they bought low on. Uh, you know, if you go back like two years with those guys, you know, they, they had really big seasons. Casas, he's a big one for me, man. Is he your breakout young first baseman, the big lefty? He's a, he's a big boy, man. If he can put that barrel mm. on the bat enough, it will go, especially at Fenway. Um, he's kind of the one I've got circled for the offense. But at the same time, with the Boston Red Sox, the offense is going to be there. They finished third in average last year, six in OBP. Like, uh, and it, it didn't feel like one well, of what their about, scarier Red Sox lines. Yeah, I don't think they had any slug. Uh, they were ninth in OPS, so like at low in homers, but ninth in runs. Uh, there's a bit of Fenway there. I think their offense is going to tick back up. So let's circle back to the bullpen. I kind of like their bullpen. They've got a few guys you believe in. John Schreiber broke out last year. Ken Lee's been doing it forever at this point. Um, Chris Martin, kind of underrated. Tanner Houck, if maybe that's where he goes home, just throw that fastball slider, couple change, kid. But if that's where he can kind of find a dominant lockdown role. So now you're the Red Sox, and what do you need? Five innings. <laughs> and it's how often can you get that? And maybe if they can start getting that entrenched, maybe James Paxson can find it for five innings once a week. Maybe Pavetta can find it for five innings once a week. It's a little bit of a juggling act, but it feels like this team coming off the Cubs, I like this team a lot better. I think the bigger problem is the AL East is a lot tougher division than the NL Central. Yeah, well, you had to judge them that way against who they play. Uh yeah, I, don't know. I like the offensive additions in, like, just that bat length. And, like, there weren't any scary at-bats in the lineup last year besides Devers. And he was the only guy to hit 20 home runs for them. But Turner's going to grind you down. And uh, that's what Yoshida's supposed to do. He's supposed to be, like, a little Benny. Mm. A little, little, little muscular lefty guy, bat to ball. What's Turner's beard and hair situation going to look like in September? That's what I want to know. How big and gross is it going to be? I think it's going to he's going to buy into the whole Boston aesthetic and just really, really go for it. I mean, he already has in a way. You just think it's going to get dirtier? Yeah, yeah, dirtier. Because, you know, L.A., like, it's like it still looks pretty out there in Hollywood, but in Boston, you just want to be dirty. I think we might get a real dirty Justin Turner there. I don't know where to go with this team, guys, because I did give him my worst offense or off-season grade. I'm looking here. Things have to go right. I'm not going to count them out yet. I don't think they have what it takes to win the division. I really don't. Um, but we have expanded playoffs. You're going to hear me say that a lot on these TPPs. Like, there are teams that are going to get in the playoffs that maybe, well, definitely in years past wouldn't because we added, but teams that are going to surprise us that might just go on a run here at the end catch fire maybe make some additions some young guys step up or some journeymen step up could it be the red Sox? that's yet to be determined and i'm not ready to make a judgment on that yet i i don't think so right now but they could surprise us i think yeah i mean i don't i don't see them they'd have to really outperform expected numbers to not trade some of these pieces 
I don't, and and the biggest thing is they just feel planless to me. Like they felt a little planless this offseason. They signed a lot of guys that are, you know, one year deals that you might be able to move. Kluber, Duvall. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they they got a lot of guys they can move on from if they if they want to. And how much more in the hunt are, would they need to be to not do that? Because yeah, I don't know what. This isn't their final product, and I don't think we're close to like whatever Heim's three-year plan is. If I'm starting one. to wonder what his plan is because I've been I've been saying give our, Heim time, give yeah. Heim time, but I don't know, man. Our Red Sox fan friends, and we have a, a lot because we grew up in Connecticut, do not talk happily about <laughs> what the Red Sox have been doing last year and this year. I mean, you trade away Mookie Betts, it's never going to be good. The return hasn't been great either. Uh, so that's, it started there. And then we have the Bogart situation and last place finish. But this is like, I feel like this, like when the Red Sox are like this and we're questioning them, it seems like sometimes they go around into the season and just turn it on and say, what were you guys talking about? I hope for, for the fans' sake that happens. Uh, but right now I just... I, can't necessarily really get behind him. I like that they, they have a formula. We have offense. We should have a bullpen this year. Figure it out in between, and, and the Red Sox can, can be an issue. Um, I'm interested to see uh, what other help is on the way. Seabold, uh, I uh, talked about Casas, who, uh, you know, if he can be that big lefty threat. I mean, he's projected for 20 homers, 251, 351, like, if he's that dude, um, that that's a huge step uh, for the Sox. And hey, what you know, they locked up Devers, which I I came into the offseason and I said, you know, if you're gonna lose Bogart, it's like you have to do that. So you know you're gonna have Devers, five years of Yoshida, um, so you have a little bit of a base in the lineup. I don't know. Uh, they need to get off to a hot start. Have we done our first schedule check? Uh. Like, if, if they've got an easy April, that would be massive for this team. Um, and I don't know. I, I'm super interested to see where the line is because I'm saying a lot of good things, but I also, I obviously like the Yankees. I obviously like the Blue Jays. I obviously like the Rays. Orioles? And that's a lot of their games this year. Can I give a nightmare scenario? Okay. They open up against the Orioles. Orioles, Pirates, Tigers. Rays, Angels, Twins, Brewers, Orioles, Guardians. Wow. Swept by the Twins, unfortunately, that one. Is this the same thing that happened last year? The Red Sox were really good because they played not a lot of good teams at the beginning of the year? I think it was a terrible start, but then they got a very good stretch. The Yankees did that, play the easy team's really good start. My bad. This is my nightmare scenario. Okay. I feel like this is a team that has a run in them. And we're going to be sitting right around, you know, the beginning of July into the all-star break. And they're going to be kind of hanging on. Then they're going to go on this run. And then Haim is going to have to decide whether to add, whether to sell. And it's not going to be a good place for him. He hasn't really, I would say he hasn't made great decisions with the Red Sox so far. And I'm curious to see how he would approach that. If they're right around 500 around the deadline, um, and they're you know a couple games back of a wild card, what what do you do? 
It's going to be interesting for him. I think that is his nightmare scenario. Yeah, I think you're going to start counting teams ahead of you instead of just looking at the number because it's so bundled and close. Like you could be four games out of the wild card, but there could be six teams above you. I hope the young guys surprise us. That's what I hope. Can Trevor Story get back at some point? Yes. The Heim part's really interesting, Trev, because I I think there's already a little bit of heat on in the bean. Um, And if you're around it, uh, I think there's going to be kind of a a go-for-it button. We saw them even last year. They tried to do that weird little retool where they they got rid of Vasquez, but they brought in Tommy Pham and a couple other guys. So uh, if they're anywhere around it, I I think there's going to be a – a, a go button it's just a soft go or a hard go roman um that i'm uh i don't know a uh, a big start would be huge for this team and they did come out of the gates 10 and 19 last year um so if you can if you can put that in your rear view i mean this team the rest of the way was a little bit over 500 um i don't know i don't know more balanced schedule they got to play the centrals <laughs> <laughs> Stop, stop. I don't know. While, while they want us to talk more about Bayo, I, his first seven big league appearances, all bad, but his September, 27 innings, a 1-6 ERA. I don't he know. found it. Found, figured something He's got nasty out. stuff. The stuff looks good and included two starts against a hot-at-the-time Yankee team and some bad teams. Yankees but. have done the is-this-guy-a-starter-reliever dance a lot. A ton. There's only one case where it turned out, oh, he's a starter? Luis Severino. The rest has just been like, you took way too long to just put him in the bullpen. Seems like the Red Sox need to, yeah, how can Whitlock, like, just fucking put him back there? It's a hard thing to do because you want him to be starters. And, and other teams and people have come out and, and been able to overcome it. But that dance can stink for a while. It can. It seems like, you know, it's just some guys back there beeping and booping on the keyboard being like, well, he's more valuable as a starter. And it's like, I don't know. Sometimes, bro, just put him, let him do what he does well. Uh, I understand if you throw more innings that you're probably going to end up with more value. But in some of these situations where you're you're staring down the barrel of a, a tie game or a one-run lead, you'd like to have some of your best arms back there. And if they've proven they can do it, I agree with you, James. Sometimes you just got to let them ride out there in the bullpen. And you know what's tough, though, is the pitchers don't want to do that. Yeah, if they they're going be back and forth between a starter or a reliever, they're like, bro, the money is a, a four-starter is going to make more. Or even if you're the best reliever, like you might not make as much as the four-starter. So like that's you kind of have to play that dance as well. I'm I'm excited to play see that this dance. What play is that, that play mean? that dance, man. Um, I I think Hauk Hauk has two pitches that jump off the screen. Whitlock has a pitch mix, and this is the year. So you you give Whitlock one more chance to do it. Um, and if it works good, and I I think Hauk he he might have even found a home in the pen. So, um, let's see what they are. What what's the what's the over under for this? Same as the Cubs, I think. 77 and a half. Same as the Cubs. Yeah. Mm. You guys go first. This one's tough for me. Well, uh, what uh, under. I mean, the, the division's tough. I think the Blue Jays are gotten better. I think the Rays are. I mean, I just really don't like their starting pitching. There's This is the team with the most ifs in their division. Maybe they're not the Orioles. I, 
but I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. Our audience voted them bottom half. So I don't think it... Here's what I'll say. They I've, win 78 games, but I'm going to lose on that and take the under. I've been uh, I've been doing this around the office lately, and uh, Orioles fans, cover your ears. I'm selling my Orioles stock a little bit this year. Oh. I think they snuck up on teams last year. Uh, I think they'll be ready for them. Ready to be wrong on that. A lot of youth. Uh, the Red Sox. They won 78 games last year. Um, and it... Maybe it's the eternal hope of spring training, but it, I think there's some things that can click with this that'll keep them at least around 500. I'll go with the over. Nice. Jakey overs. I'm going to take the over as well. I, 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 I don't necessarily believe in this team, and everyone knows that since I did say they had a bad offseason. But I do think they're competitive enough to get over 77 and a half wins. But I'll stick with my thought process of you not going to win seem, the division. That line does seem kind of low. It feels like a low line. Yeah. What did they what did, be what, wrong? What did they win last year when they came in fifth? 78. Oh. I'm going to take the over. That's low. I don't think they got significantly worse than last year. If anything, I think they got better than... Ah, Bogart's pretty good. Bogart's, J.D., and Nate Dog. J.D. hasn't been a threat for a while. You just chonklid right there. You know what that means? What? You flip-flopped. Yeah. I remember they're in the East. I'm a coastal elitist. Oh, my gosh, bro. Fucking Midwest. Let's go, baby. I'm your king now. You guys take the coast. King of mid, yep. Yeah. A lot of resources there, I think. Probably not. A lot of plains and farmland. Yeah. Good people. Good people. Can I have Montana? Sure. That's twins territory. Yeah, Take I'm good it. then. I win. So, All right. So y'all on over? Yeah, that is too low. That's that oh. line should have been 79 and a half. We got ice. They like the Red Sox. I'll break you. Leave the push open. Leave the push open. Ow. Kids love to push. You know kids, and they're pushing. I don't know, don't know, don't know. I remembered what I was going to tell you guys before the show.